Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Thinking. And I'm here to start off Random Week with episode 63, thinking about just being human. Have you really thought about being human before? I mean, I don't really think that people just like to acknowledge them being human because people like to separate by race, by sex, by religion, by every little thing that they possibly can, but to realize that we are just all human, you know? And that's the sad thing about it is that despite the fact that we are all human, we like to discriminate, we like to label, we like to separate, we like to divide, we like to multiply, <laughs> we like to do it all, but acknowledge the fact that we are human beings. And I want people to... I mean, they may see this as a taboo, you know, they may see just talking about being human as a taboo or you can just see it as just a random topic. Like, look at this girl just talking about humans, like how weird, <laughs> you know, or you can just be like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder. <laughs> but I just wanted to just open our eyes to realize how inhumane humans have become with one another and how internally we are all just pretty much the same. So let's just break down what a human being means. And I got some fun stuff for today's episode that hopefully will keep you guys thinking. So I got human is defined to be per dictionary.com. A man, woman, or child being relating to, belonging to a person or to people opposed to animals. These humans have feelings and faults that people have just naturally opposed to gods, animals, or machines. So it's just conditioned in us that we have feelings. Humans have feelings and faults and qualities that are human-like com, from my understanding but I wanted to understand what humanity means because in my perspective humanity means just people you know what I mean just just a whole bunch of people you know apparently I am wrong <laughs> because merriamwebster.com defines humanity as compassionate sympathetic generous behavior or disposition so the quality state of being humane or the quality state of being human is what defined to be humanity. And humaneperdictionary.com is just an adjective. <laughs> if you didn't know that, it's just an adjective. It characterized by tenderness, compassion, and sympathy for people, animals, and especially for suffering or distress. A lot of humans are inhumane because they don't show a lot of tenderness, compassion, and sympathy for others who may be in distress. And that's sad because humanity has lost its humaneness. Is that a word? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Anywho, I found some research to keep us thinking. I did find the 30 most disturbing human experiments in history. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, in history. Things first, I'm not going to give you the 30 because that's a lot of information. When I say a lot, a lot, a lot, I may just throw some in there, but I'm not going to just be like, these are the 30. One through 30. Like, no, it's a lot of information. And sometimes I feel like I overload you guys with a lot of information. So I want to stop doing that. I just want to keep you guys thinking. If you guys are more curious to know more information, you could just go right into the site and see what is really what what. <laughs> but bestpsychologydegrees.com is where I found this information. So if you wanted to find out 30, dive right in there. But I'm going to give you my 15 so that you guys can know 
what I was thinking about. So the first one that really intrigued me was tea room sex study. If you guys don't know what that is, you probably think of tea room. You think of like gossip room, right? No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. A tea room sex study was basically this sociologist named Laud Humphrey who was trying to figure out how men, how do you say, who committed impersonal acts with one another in public restrooms Tea room sex is fellatio. Fellatio, I think that's saying it right. But it's basically oral stimulation. So there has been a lot of homosexual arrest back in the United States in that time. I think it was like the 1950s or so. I forgot to write it down. So my bad. But all I'm saying is, is that this sociologist wanted to know what was the reason for all of this. And a lot of the times after speaking with hundreds of individuals who committed these acts of oral stimulation, he found out that 54% of his subjects were married and that 38% were very clearly neither bisexual or homosexual. They just did it out of just instincts. That's kind of disturbing to know if I was a man, I would feel kind of disturbed to know that another man is jacking off seeing my pee pee. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's just me. The second experiment that I thought was pretty interesting was Project QK Hilltop. Yes, it was done in 1954. The CIA develops experiments to study Chinese brainwashing techniques. They were trying to get information from prisoners. They they tortured them, basically. They humiliated them. They tried hypnosis. Um, this was all done by a doctor, uh, Dr. Wolf, Dr. Harold Wolf from Cornell University. I don't know why I said it like that, but anyways. Which basically they tried to drug the individuals and perform so many brain damaging procedures that resulted in torture, basically. And how inhumane is that, right? Alrighty, so the third one. Electroshock therapy on children. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as people would never, ever, ever want that on their children today in this day and age. Back then in the 60s, it was acceptable. Apparently, there was a Dr. Loretta Bender of New York Creed Moore Hospital began what she believed to be a revolutionary treatment for children. Hmm. I don't believe that's true because it took years later when they found out that she was basically torturing over a hundred children. It was ridiculous. She showed no sympathy at all. She stated that she was very unsympathetic and she basically tortured them. It's very sad. But let's go on to the next one. Project Artichoke. Project Artichoke was done in the 1950s. Basically, the CIA offices, they were trying to get people to see if they can control them. You know what I mean? So what I state here is that the CIA's Office of Scientific Intelligence ran a series of mind control projects in attempt to answer the question, can we get control of an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against fundamental laws of nature? Hmm. One of these programs, Project Artichoke, studied hypnosis, forced morphine addiction, drug withdrawal, and the use of chemicals to incite amnesia in unwilling human subjects. 
Though the project was eventually shut down in, in the mid-1960s, the project opened the door to extensive research on the use of mind control in the field of operations. So, Project Artichoke is basically the CIA in the 1950s trying to control a man against his will and for him to do whatever he wants him to do so that they don't have to get their hands dirty. You know what I mean? That's forcing someone, you know, to be their little puppets. And um, thankfully, they they shut this whole project down because imagine how how terrible that would be because it said unwilling human subjects unwilling human subjects how shitty is that right but don't worry that's not the first time that they did this because look at operation midnight climax in the 1950s they also the cia sponsored a mind control research project talk about in the 50s they were very flippin paranoid anyways um the midnight climax sought to study the effects of lsd on individuals so what did they do what did they do ladies and gentlemen well let me tell you what they did in san francisco and in new york city they had unconsenting subjects unconsenting that means they did not agree to do this type of experiment they were basically lured into these safe houses like lured in and by these prostitutes mind you because these prostitutes were on CIA payroll and they were giving these LSDs and they were trying to figure out what were these patients going to be like under these drugs. But unfortunately, it was also shut down in 1965 when it was discovered that CIA was administering LSD to human subjects. So administering LSD to human subjects is wrong, but torturing them is not. Hmm. That's a thinker, right? Anywho, don't worry, because that's not the only project that the CIA had around that time, because we also had Project MKUltra. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, MKUltra, what is that about? Well, let me tell you. I will gladly tell you what it is all about. So, MKUltra is the codename for a CIA-sponsored research operation that experimented in human behavioral engineering. From 1953 to 1973, kind of long if you think about it, the program employed various mythologies to manipulate and the mental states of American and Canadian citizens. These unwilling human test subjects were supplied with LSD and other mind-altering drugs, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, and various forms of torture. You know what Project MK Ultra sounds like? This honestly sounds like a combination of Project Artichoke and, and Operation Midnight Climax. It's like they combine them two together and we're like, oh, we're shut down. Well, no worries. Let's go right here. And then they do MK Ultra and it's like, does it make it any better? They just did it for longer. Anywho, though the project sought to develop chemical materials capable of employment in clandestine operation. Clandestine? I don't think that's how you say it. I don't think that's how you say it, but anywho, that's okay. Basically, the project was ended by Congress Commission investigation into CIA's activities with the U.S. Let's go into the next inhumane human experiment. I got my number seven is the Aversion Project. It was started in 1969 during South Africa's Disabled apartheid era i don't know how to say it i'm gonna be honest i don't but whatever <laughs> thousands of homosexuals were handed over to a doctor 
Aubrey Levin, who convinced people that he can cure homosexuality in people. So he basically had people go into these electrotherapies and they basically he basically shocked people until they convinced themselves that they were no longer homosexuals. And that's sad. You know what I mean? That is very sad to think that you can just shock somebody and they're going to get where you want them to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so number eight is the syphilis experiments in Guatemala. The United States and the government of Guatemala was aware of these experiments. They actually had unwilling citizens you know go to the doctors and they infected prostitutes soldiers prisoners mental patients all with syphilis and other sexually transmitted diseases it wasn't just syphilis it was other diseases as well in attempt to track the untreated natural progression um, and they treated the, the other ones with only antibiotic the experiment resulted in at least 30 documented deaths in 2010 the united states made a formal apology to guatemala for the involvement of these experiments and then number nine we also have the tuskegee ppp <laughs> i don't know why i said that okay the tuskegee syphilis study <laughs> this was done in 1932 the u.s public health service began working with the tuskegee institute to track the natural progression of untreated syphilis 600 poor illiterate male sharecroppers i don't know why they had to put illiterate Maybe these people were found and hired in the Mancoon County in Alabama. Of these 600 men, only 399 had previously contracted syphilis. And none were told they had the life-threatening disease. That's sad. That's a lot of men. You know what I mean? That's a lot of people. Instead, they were told they were receiving free health care, meals, and burial insurance in exchange for participating. So they lied. So they lied to these men lying, saying that you're going to get all these free things if you take this. Sounds familiar, huh? Anywho, anywho, that's it's not like they would do it again. No, 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 no. In addition to the original subjects, victims of the study included wives who were contracted with the disease and children born with congenital syphilis. In 1997, President Bill Clinton formally apologized to those affected by what is often called the most infamous biomedical experiment in U.S. history. I mean, it's sad that it happens. It's sad that it, it always happens. And I honestly, I don't think it's going to stop because... New diseases are always forming and curiosity always gets the best of everybody. You know what I mean? So let's just continue on. I have number 10. <laughs> Human experiments in the Soviet Union. Basically what happened in the 1921s. Continue on almost into the 21st century where they have a couple laboratories in the Soviet Union where they basically have prisoners who are exposed to a number of deadly poisons the purpose of which was to find a tasteless odorless chemical that could not be detected post-mortem tested poisons included mustard gas recent digitoxin and career among others men and women of varying ages and physical conditions were brought to the laboratories and given the poisons as medication or part of a meal or a drink so it's kind of scary to think that there are a lot of surveys and researchers that come around and they do these type of experiments because 
they are curious to know how it will react to a lot of people. And people are curious as well. So they submit themselves to these type of dangerous experiments, never knowing the end result. So number 11, we are almost done, ladies and gentlemen, I promise. Stick with me. So number 11, human experimentation in North Korea. Basically what happens is, is that they call it the crow and this van comes around and they pick up around like 40 or 50 people and they take them to this unknown location where they torture them one experiment that was alleged that happened was they they had 50 healthy prisoners and they were given a poisoned cabbage leaves and then within 20 minutes all of these people died you know, they practice surgeries on, on prisoners without anesthesia, purposeful starvation, beating these prisoners. They even use these zombie-like victims, once they get it to that point, as shooting practice and chambers in which families are murdered with suffocation gas. And it says that it happens each month. It doesn't say if it's ever stopped or what, but check out the article so you can read all more. Number 12, the famous, 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 famous Nazi humane experimentation. Yes, of the Holocaust, ladies and gentlemen, it is on this list. How could it not? You know what I mean? How could it not? I even met a Holocaust survivor back in school, in middle school. I actually met this little, um, this little old man. He was so cute and precious. Yeah, he still had his strong accent and he was describing to us how he had to hide and his his family was um all hiding in this under this like back wall of his home and one day they ended up finding him you know and and his whole family and he showed us his tattoo on his arm when he was numbered you could still see the passion and the love in this man's voice and I just think it's it's a moment that not a lot of people will be able to have to speak with survivors that go through these inhumane experiments. And I feel like I'm honored to have met someone who went through that because not only has it taught me and I kept that moment with me, but I hope that it has taught other people who was also with me as well. Number 13, Unit 731. This experiment was done in 1937 to 1941 in the Japanese army where they developed a biological and chemical warfare research experiment. This was basically Chinese and Russian subjects, men, women, children, infants, the elderly, pregnant women. All of these subjects were experimented on, which included removing of organs from live bodies, amputations, the study of blood loss, germ warfare attacks, weapons testing. Some of the prisoners even had their stomachs surgically removed and their esophagus reattached to their intestines. Many of the scientists involved in the 731 rose to prominent careers in politics, academia, business, and medicine. And that is so sad because you do all of this torture to individuals, yet there is no punishment, you know, for these these acts that are excusable. Because <laughs> once the behavior becomes excused, then it's acceptable? I don't think so, but to each its own anyways number 14 radioactive materials in pregnant women basically this university gave about 829 women vitamin drinks which were told would improve the health of their unborn babies instead the, the drinks contain radioactive iron and the researchers were studying how quick the radiosotope 
crossed into the placenta. At least seven of the babies later died from the cancers and leukemia, and the women themselves experienced rashes, bruises, and anemia. And the women themselves experienced rashes, bruises, and M anemia. Loss of hair, tooth, and as well cancer. And last but not least, number 15, in 1943, the U.S. Navy exposed its own sailors to mustard gas. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the mustard gas testing of the American military. It was a thing, and they had 17-year-olds and just newly recruited individuals that they said, hey, you want to do something great for your country? Said, yes, sir, I sure will. And then they got thrown into this chamber and then got thrown into these alts with all these mustard gas. Then, yeah, I mean, it's pretty sad that they had to go through that. But it just shows how inhumane humanity has become or has always been. It makes sense why all of these movies, you know, these superheroes and these aliens and all of these people that just want to destroy humanity because they're so reckless. And humanity is reckless. Human beings have become reckless because they forget that we are all the same inside. So let's just remember the facts about just our bodies and the fact that we are all human and this all happens to us. So I got 15 facts about the human body per Nectarsleep.com. Number 15, because I'm going to throw you off. Um, It is about you're going to be taller in the morning. Yes, you're going to be taller in the morning because of how the cartilage in your bones compresses during the day because of gravity. <laughs> Number 14, your heart beats 100,000 times a day. That means it sends two thousand gallons of blood through the body yes ladies and gentlemen through the body number 13 your highest blood flow is in your kidneys <laughs> because your kidneys are your body's filtration for the blood Alrighty. number 12 you can produce enough saliva to fill two bathtubs a year isn't that nasty yeah it's not that all nasty Number 11, healthy lungs are pink lungs. So if your lungs are pink, then they're healthy. But how can you see what's going on inside, right? Anywho, number 10, dreaming in black and white is common. There's about 12% of people who can actually dream in solely black and white. That sucks. I like dreaming in color. <laughs> da -da -da. <laughs> number nine, your blood vessels could circle the globe. Small blood vessels were laid out they would measure up to sixty thousand miles i didn't know that well now we both know <laughs> the average human adult has two thousand to four thousand taste buds these tiny sense organs that give us the ability to taste are also located in the back of your throat nose and esophagus <laughs> number seven your body has more than 600 muscles however your strongest muscle is located in your jaw and your weakest muscle is located in your ear however number six in time your brain has a harder time with long-term memories hmm because we need to filter out our system we need to boop, boop, clean some stuff out there number five your skin has a thousand different species of bacteria on it that's pretty nasty a thousand different species on our skin i clean <laughs> i shower but it's not good enough <laughs> number four your strongest and longest bone is your femur number three your fingernails grow faster than your toenails 
I didn't know that. Now we know. Number two, you're probably more likely like your dad. You know, they say that you're more likely like your dad than you are like your mom because of DNA. And number one, last but not least, don't sweat these amazing facts. You do, you know why. You have between two to five million sweat glands. The more you are active, you will sweat. That's because the body recognizes that you need to cool off so you continue to work it out. Stress, sweat, and regular sweat are composed of different things. Stress fat has fatty acids in it where regular sweat doesn't. I mean, I wouldn't know the difference because I feel like I'm always sweating. <laughs> Anywho, have you guys ever noticed where you wear certain clothes you sweat more than others? I mean, what's the deal with that? I don't know. Anywho, let's just jump right into the quotes. We're just going to dive right into the quotes. I got three quotes for you. Well, number one, being human is given, but keeping our humanity is a choice. Hmm. Number two, the mystery of human existence lies not in just staying alive, but finding something to live for. Do you have something to live for? Hmm. I hope so. And last but not least, humanity is an ocean. If a few drops of the ocean is dirty, the whole ocean does not become dirty. Thank you all so much for all of my listeners, all of my thinkers out there, all of my in-state, out-of-state, wherever you guys are, wherever you guys are listening to me and thinking with me. I thank you. Thank you so much. And I also wanted to say thank you for all of the people who have supported me and who have purchased my book. I appreciate all of the love out there. I was actually really surprised for how many people actually purchased my book for the first month that it came out. So I really want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you have not checked out Mr. Water, go check it out. Go check it out. It's a really, really good, cute book. I love it. And there is more books to come. Yeah, there are going to be more books to come. It's going to be fun. I got so many more things coming for y'all, for the world, with Mitzi thinking, inking. <laughs> Anywho, food for thought. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. With that being said, I hope you guys just keep thinking. And bye, y'all. Be safe.